overs, unders, spreads, lines, favorites, dogs. We love them all because we love the action. This is Cyclone Fanatics Action Fanatics Podcast. Presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino and Resort. Your weekly look at the games and lines we love. Listen in, take notes, and put a little action in play at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino and Resort in Jefferson, Clinton, and Emmitsburg. Visit wildroseresorts.com for more info. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Let's do this! Now, please welcome your hosts, Chris Williams and Todd Kirk. What is up? Uh, welcome to this week's Action Fanatics Podcast here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Of course, we're always presented by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino all over the state, specifically our friends in Jefferson. My name is Chris Williams, joined as always by Todd Kirk. And uh, I know that uh, I'm not, I, I'm speaking for Todd here, but I know he agrees. We got a juicy set of games this week. I'm ready to roll. Like Tons. Both, but yeah, both leagues, by the way, um, Big Ten's back. Big Mountain Ten is West. back. Chris, the Mountain West is back, which means that it's not going to happen to me or you, I, I know. But if you want to get that tasty late action and watch football to midnight, oh. you can. You're damn right you can, Todd. With action. the Yeah, and I'm – so I have a lot of thoughts on, like, the the leagues coming back, and we can we can kind of start – should we start there? I feel like we yeah, should start – Don't you think that's kind of the news of the week, right? I yes. mean, you've got the Big Ten starting. I absolutely think it's the news of the week, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to be kind of conservative here. I caution people. Uh, just to chill out a little bit on these leagues that are returning. Uh, take it will take you back to about a month ago when these these other leagues that have been playing were just starting. I mean, you just don't know, Todd, how all these teams are going to react, especially the Big Ten. How are they going to, you know, react to these empty stadiums? How you know. Some teams are better at getting themselves up without that energy of the crowd than others. And, um, I, you know, I I continue to crunch these numbers, Todd, um, on road teams right now. And it, it's in the NFL, too. Like, when there's not crowds, the road teams right now are – this is in the NFL this year – the road teams are 50, 39, and 2 against the number. Um, and, that, and that it's still a trend in college, too, where it's just a – it seems to be a pretty significant advantage, especially if you're a road team getting double-digit points. So, you know, I, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into this uh, for my locks play on KXNL on Friday afternoon. But I think one of my locks might be – uh, to play every road team in the Big Ten. Interesting. And, wow. And ju- Interesting. just blindly play them and see what happens. And, you know, I'm just going off of what we've seen in these other leagues, and it seems to be a thing where, like, I know Ohio State's better than Nebraska, but, like, in, literally in front of no one, 
I mean, are they going to beat them by four touchdowns? I don't know. I, I don't know. But it, um, it, I'm thinking about just blindly playing road teams no matter what in the Big Ten this week. Maybe I should do it in the Mountain West too, like a unit. But you have to, if you're going to do that, you have to be consistent with your units, right? We're not trying to go undefeated. We're we're assuming, we're we're trusting our data. Yeah, you're trusting whatever the 60, 61 and a half percent. So, you know, win six, lose four, you end up you end up you know plus a couple units, uh, plus one point eight units. What do you so. think? Oh man, you know that sweeping bet all do this it, it just causes me so much pause because um i <laughs> dude how am i gonna how am i gonna get down on rutgers well i mean on the road plus actually, 12 it, you know it's like betting the jets how do you force yourself to do it? at some point you're gonna have to right and you're playing the system it's a system bet you know yeah i know it's just uh I I don't know. I, I'm State's not going to tell you to, one way or another. Michigan I don't, State's no spring chicken this year, man. Come on, dude. No, you're. That's a very unique way to look at it. I'm not saying I disagree with it. I just don't. Man, you really threw you threw me a boomerang there, and it'll come back to you probably Friday night, and I'll be like, you know, oh, it just hit me, Chris. You know, it's uh, <laughs> let me watch the boomerang go away for a little bit. That was a, that's. Not against it, not for it. Um, I'm not there yet. I'm. This is why I kind of like recording this early Thursday morning, like yes. we do, because I'm not there yet. I am not. I'm not even advising to our listeners to do that. What I'm saying is, this is a theory that I'm thinking about, and I'm going to continue to research and I love wa- it. Watch how things play out between now and and Saturday morning. Line that's movements. Way, yeah, no, I mean, that's that's why this podcast is so. That's why I love it. I mean, we do kind of throw some stuff out there, but this one is. Uh, that's <laughs> listen. What are we weeks? What are week eight? Uh, that's a zinger. <laughs> that well, one was a zing zang zoom, man. <laughs> maybe maybe if we um, if it works, maybe we do that with uh, the Mac and the Pac twelve coming up. I mean, I don't. Did you say Mac? Did you say Mr. Mac? I so, for our listeners here, um, Todd's like texting me. He's like, Todd's literally like compiling a list of Mac insiders that he can be leaning on. We got three already. Um, and we, and this is why I think too, and it, we'll just talk about it right now. I think I'm going to open up the action fanatics podcast feed and we can start doing some stuff like that on it. Um, oh, that'd be awesome. We, we may as well. Um, so if you guys haven't subscribed to that, search us out at action or the action fanatics podcast feed. Um, and we'll yeah, start it's on do, there. It's still on. It's yeah, still out there. Yep. Yeah, it's still there. I'm just trying to get more people to understand that it's there. If you like what this is, uh, at action fanatics on Twitter, everything we do is presented by, uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook at wild Rose casino in Jefferson. So I'm th- I was thinking about that. Um, other trends. Let's really do, let's, here's, here's what you just did. You forced me tonight as I'm sitting here watching the game. And I'm in a Discord tonight, by the way, too, for the listeners. I'm going to try this out. I know others are doing this. I think it's pretty cool. My kids do it all the time, Chris. Like, my boys are gamers. And, I mean, they're, they're computer set up. Here I am on this dinky MacBook Air laptop. That's what I work on 24-7. And they got three freaking screens. They built their own computers. They game on this Discord. It looks pretty cool. So I'm going to try that tonight. Pardon me. I'll put that out on Twitter. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, but let, I'm going to research it tonight. Like okay. when I'm watching the game, bounce it off. Uh, I, I won't do it until I, that's one of the things Todd and I have also discussed doing is like um, really playing up. If we both have a feel on a game, uh, going more units on that um, and, and, and see how that kind of plays out for us. A couple other notes that I made just overall right now. I feel like Todd and you're more of the NFL guy than I am. We've really liked overs last week. The unders went 10 and four. Uh, overs are still 47, 42 and two on the year, but I do feel like the odds makers are catching up to that trend. Yeah. It's funny. Cause this week, I think it was the first time that I saw, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, there's seven games. So half more than more than half Chris are in the forties. That's the first time all year. Really, um, I don't know if I, I don't know if it's that they're catching up. It's that the seasons in the NFL kind of seems to me to uh, be at cruising altitude now. If that makes sense, um, I think they've kind of been through this. They've seen teams test positive. Yeah, it's yeah. always going to be that outlier. Um, uh, but I think we've seen enough that it's at cruising altitude now, where they're settling back into some normalcy. The uh, excuse me, the dogs were nine and five last week in the NFL. Uh, that, good week. that was kind of interesting. Except for Denver. Yeah, and I I, played, oh. I I got burned on that one. I played New England outright. I got kind of my mind changed watching uh, the Titans come out on Thursday night and or whenever they did after their COVID thing and they were they were so hot. Uh, okay, but should we start with some college picks? Yes. Yeah, let's I, do it. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna be really boring this week, Todd. But it's it's been a long time since I've loved to slate of games in the Big Twelve as much as I do this week. Oh, I know. I uh, my and Bloom's pod Sunday night. I came out of the gates and was salivating over that Texas Baylor line. To me, like that's my favorite play of the week. I put five units on Texas. Um, when I got it, it, this was stupid. Um, when it dropped below 10, I, I pounced, I got it at nine and a half and you can get it at eight and a half on DraftKings right now, I believe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so what I'll probably do, and I had an experience last week where I, I had played, um, West Virginia, right. And I got it, I think at 22 and a half and then it dropped to, um, 21 right before kick. And I actually put more down. I think I put a couple more units down on, ah, so which which was good because I ended up breaking even on the game, right? Because or I didn't, I, I I didn't break even, but I I did a hell of a lot better than I would have um, had I not jumped in on that. So I, I guess what I what I'll probably do with this Texas game, if if God for if if this would get down to a touchdown, I, I don't believe that it will. Um, I'll do more. I might even do more if it drops to eight and get by a little bit of insurance there. But I, I just love this game. I don't think Baylor's very good. Um, I feel better about this after watching West Virginia, Kansas last week. I don't think West Virginia is very good. And uh, Baylor took them to Baylor and then went to overtime. But Tom Herman's coaching for his life right now. 
Sam Ellinger has had a week to hear everybody talk about losing the Red River rivalry. He's still a Heisman caliber type guy. He's not in the Heisman race, but he's he's that type of a chippy player. I, I think I think Texas steamrolls Baylor, who's still having COVID problems. What do you what do you what do you think about that? Yeah, it's it was uh, it was a circle play right out of the gate for me. Um, it start, opened at nine and a half. It's down to eight and a half. Um, this is just this is as, as we like to say in the gambling in, industry. This is a spot. This is a team um, that's well underperformed. I it's hard to believe we are saying that. I I don't know if it's just Texas or if it's Tom Herman, but that that program hasn't been right for a long time. I mean, since Mac Brown and that's a long time. Um, they just can't get it right uh, with those players. And I can't believe what you said is true, Chris. He is, he's coaching for his life. If he has a crap year, um, he's gone. And I, I don't think they'd have a, they'd have a second thought about saying goodbye to him. Um, I don't, I mean, yeah, if they lose this game, I would say he's probably gone. I mean, you're going to have Iowa State coming in. He's going to lose that team, blah, blah, blah. Um, Baylor is is not as good as people think. I've seen some rankings where Baylor is up there, and I'm not sure why they're getting that kind of love. Um, The totals come down a little bit, too. I was looking at that um, earlier on to try to go under. It was Uh, 63. I played the under. Yeah, I, 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 I like the under in that game as well, but I'm with you 100% on Texas. Okay, yeah, I, I've played the under in that as well. The pick will be Texas, but I, I've already invested into the under there because I figured it would come down. I think those two teams have hit the under like seven years in a row yeah. or something like that. Um, yeah. I really like um, Kansas State. I think they're laying 18 over Kansas, I'll give that out. It's up to out. 20. It's up to 20 uh, now. Okay, well, Daddy got it at 18 earlier in the week. Um, I would play that anything up to 21. And uh, another one I, I was in on early this week. I, I should have posted these, but if you follow me on Action Fanatics, you guys will get the alerts when I do. But I played TCU when that thing was at 7 because I thought it would drop below a touchdown at home. I'll give that out as a pick. TCU plus 7 against Oklahoma. <laughs> for a ton of different reasons. Bounce and a half on DraftKings now. Okay. Yeah, I mean I like it a lot more at 7 obviously, but maybe you maybe consider buying that or if you I I don't know, like I just Todd like the the whole Gary Patterson and that secondary and against the the freshman quarterback Rattler's a good player, he's going to keep getting better, but Patterson's going to Screw with him a lot, I think. Max Duggan is it? Don't you think Patterson utilizes Duggan in the run too, and really kind of string this game along? Like I, I just, he's going to want to shorten this game, and and that makes me like getting seven points in Fort Worth. Yeah, there's a there's a couple guys in the Big Twelve that you look at Matt uh, Matt Campbell and, and John Haycock, and you look at Patterson in terms of um, teams that can scheme up probably a defense. I, I predicted that TCU would. There was a spot for Kansas State the last time that was happening, um, and thankfully we got that one right. Um, I think this is uh, definitely a bounce back for TCU. I think Duggan is is probably – I don't know, man. I, it's hard to say it because it's October, but 
He's probably um, the most dynamic quarterback in the Big 12. I really like this kid. I think he has a bounce-back week here. Oklahoma's not scaring anybody at all. Um, You know, at seven, I love TCU. Those will be my three picks uh, for the week. I do like the other two Big 12 games as well. I like Texas Tech getting points at home against West Virginia. I'm already invested on that game. I think like two and a half units. And I'm I'm taking Iowa State in the points. Um, I got it at three and a half. Reason being, I mean, here here's some trends for you. Campbell, 19-9-1 as a dog during his time at Iowa State. The visitor in this series has covered six straight. So the vi- visiting team does well in, in Iowa State-Oklahoma State games. Uh, and, and here's another trend to probably blindly play, and I like this from a football standpoint too. Iowa State is 10-0 on the under as an underdog of seven or fewer uh, in its last 10. So whenever the Cyclones are a small underdog, what does that tell you? That tells you this, this is we know this about Matt Campbell. Just like you said about – we just talked about with Patterson. Shorten the game. Yep. Um, you know, this is a strategy – this is not a. This is not Matt doing it because he wants to hit the under. This is, uh, this is very deliberate in in what they're doing. So they're gonna run, they're gonna run that clock down to zero a lot. Uh, on and I, I like the under here, as well. But uh, those are my Big Twelve reads, and I, I feel really strongly. I haven't felt, I haven't had a lot of conviction about really much of anything this year until this week. Now I feel like I finally have a have a decent read on these Big Twelve teams. And you were you were on this, like you said, you when I don't know when you guys tape your pod, but I got the, you know, we're talking Sunday night lines come out. Yeah, uh, yeah, you were you were looking at the Big Twelve, and um, I'm not one to try to start fading Chris in the Big Twelve. I think that's. Uh, you know, to those out there that that may be new, I know we've got a lot of people that that definitely know who you are. Um, uh, we're getting new listeners every week. So thank you to those folks. I hear from you. Yeah. Um, Chris knows the big 12. Um, that's why we're, uh, we're blessed to have him here. And I told you flat out the one game, the one game that I was like, was Cyclones. (laughs) That, that was my lowest unit play for what it's worth. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, I, it's not to say that, you know, I've heard here, here's why. I've heard so much talk and you guys have talked about it and other people have talked about it. You've talked about it on the radio, like, Oh, this is the biggest game in Iowa state history. It conceivably it could be, yeah, you know, not, I won't go there, but good. Good. Cause I remember us losing to freaking Missouri on field goals, you know, to win the big 12 North. Um, however, it, it say it is, but you know what? You win this game and guess what next week is Chris. It yeah. becomes the biggest game in the history of Iowa yeah. State football. I mean, you still get that game at Texas on Black Friday. Like you're there, right. you go. Then you're, that one becomes the big. I mean, like for the rest of the year, it's a step for, up. For, like every game is the biggest because well, for what it's worth, they got Kansas next week. So I mean, take that back right now. <laughs> well, if it weren't for freaking Puka Williams Jeez. returning a freaking kick and then deciding, oh, I'm done with the season. Like, couldn't he have done that the week before, dude? I. I was so pissed because that was one of my locks of the week on KXNO too. And I, uh, for our listeners, like Todd and I, we don't just come on here and just 
bullshit. Like we do a lot of research. When I give those picks out on Friday afternoon, my heart and soul is in those picks and I'm hanging on every play. And God, when he did, that was one of the worst beats of my life. And, you know, and I probably had worse. Like I've, I've lost on like a junk half court shot in basketball, stuff like that before. But uh, I mean, come on. That, that was brutal. Well, and even like it, you know, in the first quarter, I had people like tweeting at me like, oh, great pick against Kansas. To, you know, I'm like, no, I'm totally fine with this. In fact, I doubled down. I played live. I was, I, I, so I did it. I did end up winning in that game because I was putting money down on West Virginia when Kansas had a 10-0 lead in that game. Yeah. But, you, you, you know, you stay with your – like, Kansas wasn't going to blow them out. Like, come on, guys. We freaking had – we nailed that game and totally got screwed by Puka Williams there. Uh, I don't know. that. I, I still think Kansas sucks, and they're a lot worse now with their best player that quit the team earlier in the week. Well, how about Notre Dame – can't even they can't freaking score. The game's in oh. They can't score. That and was then an ugly win, man. They're That's gonna a kick a field goal and you're like, oh my God, here we go. It's nine and I had it nine and a half. They're gonna be nine. But at least they have the gumption to go for it, like do a fake field goal, and the guy's got road graders in front of him and he cuts it to the left. I'm like, just follow the big uglies, like right there, two guys right there if you watch it. What about our uh, Florida State Seminoles? Feels like uh, Mike Norvell's got things, got that corner turn. That's a tough game this week, man. I yeah, it's. Uh, I'd probably stay away from them because I'm I'm not quite ready to trust them off of a big win. We've we've yet to see them in this spot, but you know we should have known, Todd. I I I feel I feel dumb. I, I should have gone more with Mike. We both were impressed with how they played in South Bend the week before. That was a that second half, man. They were they were they they made Notre Dame look pedestrian, and look what Notre Dame did against Louisville. Notre Dame is the most overrated team in the country right now. Really? Okay. Yeah, I, I think that North Carolina would be right there too. So that's a couple of ACC teams in, in that category. All right, we talked I, about North Carolina last week. I said, listen, yep. man, they're five, they're four. This is not a spot for them against Florida State. Yep. Florida State was sixty percent. You were Probably, right. I mean, yep. Uh, the, things are starting to normalize with these teams that have played. Uh, you know, it's same thing with the NFL. Well, and okay, real quick, I just want to give a read on the Iowa game here, real quick. I've been doing a lot of studying on this for KXNO, and then I, I want to get your picks. I just want to throw these trends out there. Um, Kirk Ferentz as a favorite of seven or fewer, 15, 9, and 1 against mm. the number. He's really good in this spot. Here's what I didn't realize, Todd, looking at this game. Purdue returned 17 starters, and they're really good at home as an underdog. Six and two the last two years in Big Ten play as an underdog at home. So uh, I, I think probably a lot of our listeners are, are, you know, they're local here, and they're probably wanting to maybe play the Iowa game. That's probably a stay away for me, my man. Like, I, I just – I'm – uh, unless you're just going to play all the road teams like like I'm considering doing, I'm terrified of these Big Ten games this weekend. You're not going to see me doing much. I'll probably play something on that Friday night game just because I I want some action. But, yeah, I'll hand it off to you with your picks. I The, the Big Ten scares the living crap out of me. Yeah, you know, it's it, to me it was really weird just kind of, <coughs> pardon me, dialing into this and just seeing – 
all these teams playing each other first. Um, I think that's probably the hardest part of it, right? You, you, yeah. you haven't had that three-game schedule leading into conference play. Um, you know, and we've seen it. We've seen it in the SEC. So we kind of we kind of got a taste of it. I think the SEC kind of went a little bit as expected. And, and three, four games in, you've got some teams that are, are surprising. Florida maybe isn't as good as people thought they were in Kentucky. And Arkansas have uh, really surprised in Tennessee <clears throat> overrated. Um, so there's some things you can glean from, from that. There, there is one, there is one big 10 team, um, that I'm going to play. And that is Iowa. Hmm. Um, I love them in this spot. Now, my only, my only trepidation here, Chris, coming into the game has been <clears throat> who the fuck is a quarterback, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. And that's so huge because, um, you know, Purdue had 17 returning starters, um, they've got a Rondell Moore is back. I don't think the Purdue's quarterback is playing though. Right. Brom, maybe not playing. Am I reading that right? Uh, well, the coach is Brom. The coach is Brom. Yeah. Yeah. He's not, not there. Not the he's not there or something. Yeah. yeah. No, he has um, COVID. He, COVID. He, he has the Rona. So he's out. Uh, yeah. And his, like his brother is, is taking over as the coach. So we got another Brom sitting in there. Okay, so, you know, his brother isn't the coach. Um, first game out of the gates, playing an Iowa team that is somewhat predictable, um, may not be that big of a deal. However, like you, uh, I do like the trends. Brad Powers uh, on Twitter, at Brad Powers 7 I've talked about him. He used to uh, write for Phil Steele, but uh, Iowa's 21-0 straight up and 17-3-1 against spread as a road favorite since 2011. I like that. that. I like this spot for Iowa at Purdue. I would um, encourage people if they want to join you to play it now. Yeah. Yeah. It's down to three. Um, but it, the, the numbers are looking like that'll be back at three and a half at some point. Yeah. And if you haven't gotten on, uh, so Iowa for me is a, is a play. I would say that's probably a unit play, but I still want to bet on the Hawks here. Um, um, I, yeah, it's probably, it's the only big 10 game I'm even considering. I'm with you on Texas. So, uh, I was on that at the beginning. I think this is, uh, this is a blowout. This is one of those games that, uh, Texas can hold Baylor to 10 points and, uh, score 40 themselves. I also like the under there too. Um, so I'll post the unit play on that, but I think Texas is more of a two unit play for me. Um, I like the under in the Iowa State uh, Oklahoma State game. So that that started at fifty four point five. It's at fifty two, I think now. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing that one? There's Iowa Purdue. Shoot, Iowa Purdue's at fifty two. I mean, come on. Oklahoma State can play defense. That's that's probably their best side of the ball. I like. Man, I like man. the under in that game. I, um, uh, you read my column; it'll be up Friday at Cyclone Fanatic. But I, I'm really torn thing. on this Cowboy team. You said their defense. I mean, their defensive numbers are good, and I, I agree with you. I think that they're they're much better defensively than what you think of with Mike Gundy. But yeah, um, they've they've played Tulsa, Kansas, and West Virginia, so the, maybe the two worst teams in the Big Twelve and in Tulsa. So I. My my prediction is after 21 days off, they're going to have something up their sleeve offensively. I think they're going to play with more tempo. That would 
by the way, I'm with you on the under. I've already played it. Um, the only thing that concerns me about it is is if they come out and you know are really trying to screw up Iowa State's borderline elite defense with a ton of tempo. That number is it. You're right, Todd. It's down to 51 and a half. At some point, Ooh. at what Ooh. point would you consider a value play on the over? Ooh, 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 ooh. You're getting close. That's why I said. I mean, I said, you know, it's come down two and a half, so that would be three and a half points. You're looking at uh, over a field goal. I think we probably lost the value in the under. I would agree. We're on the uh, same page there. Yeah, I think maybe let's. Uh, I, I I could I could better play these units uh, somewhere else. And really, what I'm okay. So let's take that off. Losing three and a half is is quite a bit, and I've I've read a few articles about losing line values, opening line values on games, as well as losing it on uh, on over unders, and it just doesn't seem to work out very well. And three and a half is too much. So if and I'm going to say this to people, if you're looking at if you can go find an opening line, you know, let's say you had Army at 31, and you love Mercer, and that's moved four points or more. Don't don't bet Mercer. Get off because you're not going to do it. They're not covering that first line. Uh, they do cover it a clip where you can make some money. It's like fifty four percent. But if they're moving that much, the cover goes down to like forty two percent. So you got to be careful of those big line moves. So I'm off of that. I'll take those two units, though, Chris, and then I will put in another Big Ten game. I'm going to bet the over in the Penn State Indiana game. I like that play. I like this Indiana team, and I like Penn State. And like you said, I don't know if Indiana's ever had a home field advantage of any kind whatsoever, but I think these two teams are going to score a lot of points in that, and that's at 58 right now. Todd, that's Um, another thing, too, I've been dissecting a lot on the radio. 59. Is the difference, and it's hard to put it in like with numbers and data, but there's a big difference between Indiana's home field advantage and Penn State's. So, like, I, 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 I tend to believe that Iowa, Penn State, you know, these big stadiums, Michigan, they're going to have a harder time playing at home than Indiana and Purdue will. Amen. So, I, that, yeah, that's just a theory. Again, I have no data to back that up. I know it impacted Iowa State, the team I'm, I cover the closest. That apps. Not a huge stadium, but a crazy crowd. Like, as far as crowd energy goes, Trice is up there. Like, there's more energy in Jack Trice Stadium than there is the big house. The big house, ask anybody who's been there. A lot of older fans. Like, it's a there's a ton of people, but it's not known for, like, a crazy atmosphere. Like, there's a lot that goes into all this, and... That's another thing, like with Iowa, like I'm a little bit, again, I'm probably, I'm going to play them because they're the road team. Like I'm going to, I think I'm going to do that. Um, But like, I mean, is Purdue going to be like shell shocked when they walk out there to no fans? They've been doing it for the last 40 years. Yeah, welcome to West Lafayette. (laughs) Like, you know, like Illinois, like, okay. (laughs) Nobody's here. I don't know. Uh, Okay. Is that well, for and you in I would say watch the watch the Nebraska Ohio State game to that point, Chris. That's one of you know Wisconsin. Um, Wisconsin's at home, aren't they? Or Illinois at Wisconsin? Yeah. Watch. Talk about you know Camp Randall gets pretty crazy too, right? So those are the two games in the Big Ten that you can really watch these, especially the the horseshoe. 
just see what it's like, you know. And I mean, we've seen it in the SEC and and whatever factors come in, and and teams are going to have to play and get through it. But um, the one thing about the Big Ten is 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 they've been working, they've been working out. Um, I'm real interested, and I think it's very smart to play it safe, even though I'm putting two games out there. Uh, but I like the over in Penn State. I'll probably just put that at one unit. So I got one unit on Iowa, one unit on the over Penn State at Indiana. I got two units on Texas. And then my last play, so just so people know, there's some 930 games. I'm really looking at San Diego State and Fresno, and I like this Wyoming team this year. (coughs) Pardon me. Um, So I'll put stuff out on Twitter on that. Um, But I'm also going to uh, take Texas Tech. I like getting the three, three and a half there versus West Virginia. Um, Texas Tech is, is this is a spot for them. They're in dire need for a win. Uh, West Virginia's had two straight home games. They're going on the road. Um, that's a that's a trek for them to get to Lubbock. Uh, give me Texas Tech at the points. That's going to be a two unit play as well. So I'm putting out there six units on four different uh, four different games there in the college ranks. Okay. Good stuff. Uh, NFL, I know that you like the NFL this week. Again, I'm sticking with my trend. I'm just not crazy about any of these uh, yet. I'm sure I'll change my tune. You know, the one game that kind of stood out to me, I'm just looking for bounce-back situations where you might have an overreaction. Um, You know, Cleveland, your Browns stuck stuck out to me uh, on the road at Cincinnati. Cincinnati – Played really well last week. A lot of people are hyping them up. Um, I feel like Cleveland would maybe be the play if that. I don't know what that line is at right now. If it's three and a half or if it's at three, three and a half. Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know if I'm crazy about it at three and a half. If that would get down to three, that would be a take for me. Probably. Sorry, it's at three now. Yeah. I just refreshed three. Yeah, it's at three at uh, minus one one eighteen. Not crazy yep. about that number, but I, I, you know, I we're, we're sensing a theme with Cleveland where they when they play the good teams they get throttled like you predicted last week. When they play the not so good teams, they look like a good team. Yep. You know they're going to be focused here in this one. They the Bengals gave them everything they wanted at home earlier, and I'll, I'll give out Cleveland at minus three. How about Love that? It. How about that for my NFL play this week? No, it's a that's a it's a really good spot and and good pickup. Now the only thing I'd say is watch. Uh, you know, people will say that um, Baker is kind of questionable with his ribs. Uh, he did not look good against Pittsburgh, and that was an easy spot to to nail. I mean, I <clears throat> yeah, that was easy. But this is definitely for me probably that second tier of. You know, I'm going to wait till Sunday and see what goes on. But to me, Cleveland is the play. And uh, if, if they are the team that uh, they've shown to be the first six games, um, this is definitely a win. Would you would you play it now? At three? You know, you get it at three, you're, you're minus 118. So they're telling you, hey, this could go back to three and a half where it's a little less juice. Um yeah, I mean, I mean, three's a three's a pretty good number to to get and be good on. Um, I don't see this. It doesn't look on based on the juice that it's going to move to two and a half. If anything, it could move to three and a half. So, 
Um, I would definitely get on a get on the three number if you like it now. Quite frankly, um, the three and a half doesn't freak me out if it's that way on Sunday. And I know Baker's starting um, because I just think they're the better team. Um, and that you know, Cincinnati is good, but they're not. Uh, I don't think Mixon is playing. I I think get the three now, um, but I'm not worried about three and a half on Sunday personally. Okay. I'm going to take your advice. That would be my lone NFL play that I can give out right now. I, you know, the Cowboys are interesting to me against Washington. Yep. I mean, Dallas big line move in that game, dude, that started Dallas, uh, Dallas minus three. And now it's Washington. My, or now it's Dallas minus one. That line has moved yesterday. It was, I wrote this down. Yesterday it was Washington minus one, and now it's Dallas minus one. Uh, that that's interesting to me. I, I think that they're bad, but I don't think that they're nearly as bad as the entire country saw on Monday Night Football. Uh, and then yeah, the you other- gotta you gotta be careful of that, right? I mean, the the, the NFL t- is starting to play out. It's like. <sighs> Um, you can't look at you can't look at the NFL as in terms of really last week is just a data point. It's not the data. Let me put it that way. You can't just die uh, on the hill that oh, what I saw last week is transpire next week. You can't do it. The you one can't. more is Seattle, uh, and it, for the same reason. I mean, I think a lot of people are probably drinking the Arizona Cardinals Kool Aid right now, and rightfully so. I mean, they've been good, but. It's still Russell Wilson and Seattle. Off a of bye, Chris. That's probably my that's probably my second strongest play of the week. Really? Okay. Well, yeah, that- I like Seattle in this spot. Uh, three o'clock game coming off a of bye. Arizona uh, went into Dallas, and if it could go wrong for Dallas, it did. You had two Zeke fumbles. You had an interception that was a PI, blatant PI, uh, and then you had another pick. So you had four turnovers. Um, Kyler Murray, I bet the prop him over rushing that was done in the first quarter. Uh, he ran the ball really well. He only completed nine passes. Um, one of them was to Christian Kirk for like 80 yards. Um, I think there's a lot of smoke and mirrors going on with Arizona. Uh, I think Seattle goes in and, and wallops them, uh, this week. So, and I'm not doing a lot of, Straight up plays. Although last week I think I was three and zero in my straight up plays. I would put Seattle, and that will be a pick of mine that I'll release. Uh, I love Seattle in this spot. All right. What else? That's all I got on the NFL. What else you got? You got anything else? Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, when I look at when I look at Stanford Wong, kind of it's been funny because uh, in terms of teasers, Washington and Dallas have been kind of hopping in and out of the spot. Um, I really would rather have Washington in this spot. And now that they're plus one, you can tease them up to seven. Um, I'd wait and see on that. If you can get <clears throat> this Dallas money steaming in, if you, you know, you can get one and a half and go above seven, it's not officially in that spot now. Um, but what I started doing is looking at uh, the narrative, like you said. So most people are going to look at the NFL and say, Green Bay just got there. All right, they're back. This is it. But you know what? That's the story of Aaron Rodgers. If you listen to Colin Cowherd, he made a really good point. Like, Rodgers is not a really good come-from-behind quarterback, whereas Mahomes, I mean, that guy's a genius. He got down. He threw his third pick six ever in that game. They looked like crap. Tampa Bay was coming off of that 
Tom Brady holding up four fingers. That was a Tampa Bay spot, right? Yeah, I, mean, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I had them in teasers. Um, then, by the way, did I mention if it weren't for New England, I would have gone like completely brutal. Oh, don't complain. Oh. It's a good week. Oh, such a good week. Um, I was I on like New Green, England like too, Green heavy, Bay. so yeah, I like Green Bay coming back on this game. I think uh, the Vikings uh, are done, man. Do you think so? I, against good teams, like I, I, I don't know. Part of me, like, here's the deal: they're not as bad as everybody is making them no. out to be, including myself. Like they're rot, but they're so depleted injury wise. And I just last week, I kind of thought that the Falcons would bounce back from firing their coach. I mean, that tends to be a pretty yep usual thing in the NFL. Um. I don't know, though. Like, the Vikings, it just seems like their team morale is just shot. The, the only thing is they do have some leadership in that, you know, Cousins and Thielen and those guys. Like they, But, like, the the thing is, Todd, like, on defense, like, all their good players are hurt, especially and, up, and, up front. And they're young. They're yeah. young in the defensive backfield, too, right? I yeah. mean, that's, where they, that's other, where they saved a lot of money. Other than Harrison Smith. So, it's like yeah. I, I'm, I am not um, – I don't. I don't think they can. I don't think that it's, it's against the Packers. Now they could do some damage in the back half of that schedule, and really ruin like their draft pick and stuff like that. Could totally see that happening, but I don't think it's this week. Yeah, I Green Bay. Green. Listen. So you talked about the coach thing, and it is very smart. And you'd be two and zero already this year in the NFL if you bet on the teams that fired their coach the following week. So. You had Romeo Cornell and the Texans. They crushed Jacksonville last week. Atlanta went in and just steamrolled. Now the week after is when you start fading them. So here's a good example. So Houston goes into Tennessee, has that game in hand, and decides to go for two, and Tennessee comes back and performs a miracle comeback. That's bad coaching, Chris. Mm -hmm. That is bad coaching. And uh, I would say I'm looking at the same thing for – uh, Detroit's going to be in some teasers for me at uh, getting two and a half in Atlanta because you can tease them up through the three and through the seven. <laughs> Actually, through the eight as well, which is a big number. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, so, you know, look to fade the Falcons this week. But Green Bay at Houston, I'm going to fade Romeo Cornell. It's only three and a half points. I believe that a lot of that line is uh, based off of, of last week and the betting is based off of last week with Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my favorite NFL pick so far this week with Seattle being second. And then the third, um, and I will have teasers that I'll put these out. The third, I'm really looking hardcore at San Francisco at New England. Um, New England had a tough time against Denver, which they shouldn't have. Their defense did just fine. Um, But this is shaping up to be – if New England's for real and Belichick is who we think he is, uh, minus like, one and a half is pretty darn tasty at home against the Niners coming with across you. country. Totally with you on this one. Yeah, it's and if they don't win this, I will say this. Say say San Fran comes in and win this, I think it's time to start fading the Patriots. But to me, this spot makes sense. They had a ton of COVID issues. Um, they weren't able to practice. It was totally discombobulated. Cam came in late in the week. Cam hasn't been as awesome as people think. I mean, I think he's maybe got a couple touchdowns, and that was against Seattle. Um, San Francisco can cause some havoc. 
but I just look for them to really bounce back uh, this week. So that would be my third, just straight up play. And then I will release this teaser to, uh, to the, to the pod right now. This is totally unconventional. So take it for what it's worth. I'm taking teams um, that are going to win either way. So I've got a three team teaser for the chargers, uh, the Buffalo bills. I, I, Flacco, Darnold, I don't care who starts, and then uh, Philadelphia. So you're, you're going to tease Philadelphia, um, which is playing tonight. So you're going to tease that up to plus one and a half against the Giants. The Giants are actually really good as a road team, getting four and a half points. It's kind of a tasty little bet. I think who you got is is falling on the Eagles. I'll have to check that afterwards. But I like Philly to win this game. You don't just – go at home and almost beat fricking Baltimore. They almost tied that game against Baltimore. I don't care how many injuries Philly has. This team is scrappy. If I get them at one and a half, Buffalo at minus seven and a half and the chargers at minus one and a half. Uh, that's a teaser. I implore everybody to play, put a little money on that bad boy. Okay. And then you have a little interest in tonight's game. If you don't like it either way. Yeah, there you go. Those are my four. And then I have about 15 other teasers I'm weighing through. Jesus, Todd. Get a life. Oh, it's too much, man. I, I I really am enjoying playing fewer games. It's probably the way to go. Honestly, like I – if I, I – I don't know. Maybe it's – maybe I'm getting old. Am I getting old? No, I mean, but you start watching the NFL. Like, I like these teasers. I mean, I, even though – What I do every year, though – and and right or wrong or indifferent, but I I end up picking these specific teams that I'm interested in. And I watch a lot. Like Cleveland is a team I've been betting a lot this year. Yeah, I think we won almost every week. Except I mean, I even week one we were kind of oh Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. but from then on, I think I've won five weeks in a row. You know, I do that. Like there was a couple years ago where I got on the Pat Fitzgerald and Northwestern, and I bet them every week, and I think I ended up like going like nine and two on them that year or whatever. Like I, I tend to fall into that. Um, I don't know. We'll, no, that's, we'll, listen, we'll see how you, it develops. You get, a feel, you get a read on a team and a feel for the team. Either way, that's good. BYU's my team this year. God. BYU and Tulane. I feel like we've bet BYU and Tulane a lot. Freaking Tulane. Oh, man. BYU is 28 and a half over Texas State. Play it. I mean, blindly play BYU over Texas. I'm going to give out a ton of winners in the NFL. I just tell you, I feel really good. Todd feels good. He feels good. All right. um, We'll be back next week. Follow us on Twitter at action fanatics. And we'll, we, Todd's always populating that feed. Thanks to our sponsors, the DraftKings Sportsbook at wild Rose casino. And uh, that's all I got. Good luck. Good luck, everybody. Thanks for listening.